0: Stay in the know with
1: Radio Two Thousand podcast. On uh, the line with me today, I do have a uh, expert, uh, Kirsty Haslam, on the line. Who is a director at uh, DSC Attorneys. Welcome to Radio Two Thousand, Kirsty. Hi, Reggie. Thanks for having me. Oh, great! So great having you here. Yeah, a great topic indeed, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who's excited to be tuning in to this. Um, Kirsty, Chris, uh, Kirst- uh, who can claim from the road? accident fund?
0: Well, basically, it's any victim of a road accident that's caused due to the negligent driving by another driver. Yes. Um, Alternatively, any dependent of somebody who has um, sustained fatal injuries as a result of of negligent driving.
1: All right. Great stuff. Um, How does the procedure work uh, with the assistance of an attorney?
0: Well, first of all, it's, it's crucially important that you get to an attorney as soon as possible um, mm. after you've been involved in such a collision because, you know, evidence disappears over time and, you know, early investigation is important. But basically, once you've instructed the attorney, the attorney will conduct all of the necessary investigations to establish who was at fault mm. in causing the collision and will also begin the, the information gathering relating to the extent of the injuries which have been sustained. in in the collision. The attorney will then collate all of those documents over time and eventually will lodge the the claim uh, which is done in a prescribed format and on a particular form and needs certain compulsory documents to support it. Mm -hmm. Um, They will lodge the claim with the road accident fund and assuming the road accident fund doesn't revert within the required 120 day period the attorney will then issue a summons to start the court process as soon as
1: possible. All right, great stuff. We're talking to Kirsty Haslam, director at DSC Attorneys, and we're talking about road accident funds. Um, uh, Kirsty, you mentioned something very important there, that uh, um, if you if you don't claim in time, there could be a lack of evidence and stuff like that. What happens in a case where you had an accident, let's say, for example, uh, just roughly speaking, 20 years ago, never did anything about it, and uh, can you still uh, take a chance Yeah,
0: that is that is a problem and it's a tragedy when we get those inquiries from people mm. and often it's from um people that were minors, children at the time of the accident and they yes. may have been left with profound consequences but their parents maybe didn't know that the you know, a claim could be instituted. Yeah. And unfortunately there are time bars. On claiming, um, but when it comes to to minors who have become majors, there is still a period uh, within which, after turning 18, the age of majority, you can you still have, and particularly in the Rodex and Fund Act legislation, mm-hmm. uh, until 21, you have three years still to lodge your claim. Right. Um, but if it's 20 years, let's say you were 25 years old, you had an accident 20 years ago, uh, generally speaking, there there would not be a claim to pursue but there's an important um, caveat there and that is that um, our courts have recognized that where you were rendered or perhaps were mentally incapacitated as a result of the injuries or, or maybe that was something you know a condition you had prior to that that time bar can be extended but it, it, it very much depends on the circumstances of the matter. But mm. as a rule, yes, 20 years later, you would not be able to claim. So prompt action really is, is necessary.
1: All right, Grace, I'm in a case where, uh, where a driver um, was, uh, was involved in, a, in, an, in an accident as the driver uh, without a valid driver's license, can he or she still claim? Yes, um, I think
0: a popular misconception is that you can't. Yeah. Um, now, of course, not having a driver's license and driving, that would be a statutory infringement, but that doesn't yes. mean that you were negligent in the circumstances. For example, if you're sitting, you're the one without a driver's license, you're sitting stationary at a stop street, mm-hmm. and someone else comes and collides into you. Um, you, the, your lack of a driver's license has absolutely nothing, nothing to, do to do with, with you know, who caused that collision. Right. So, um, yes, it's it's not a bar from, from claiming.
1: All right. Uh, okay, great stuff. Let's, uh, let's go to uh, um, uh, roughly how much does an attorney uh, take as they cut? Give us a percentage. <sighs> Okay, well, um,
0: I don't like referring to cuts yes. because that sounds like the American yeah. system, frankly. Yeah. But um, uh, normally, um, attorneys practicing in the field of personal injury broadly will operate on what's called a contingency basis, meaning that they will only get paid if the claim is successful because most of us don't have the funds up front to, you know, to fund an, an attorney while the case is ongoing. And that being so, Um, That situation is very strictly regulated by the Contingency Fees Act, and there's been plenty of law reports, judgments of our courts on the application of the Act, Mm -hmm. and and as far as the attorney's fees, inclusive of that, are concerned, the very maximum that can be charged is 25% of the overall claim proceeds, but of course you must be able to justify it's not just a cut it's just it's not just a percentage you have to have done the work to Mm. um justify that fee all
1: right and then how long does the claiming process last
0: that very much is is dictated by our current court processes and the there are very large backlogs in all of our courts across the country um generally speaking you know if if A matter goes at very swift speed, um, then perhaps three to four years um, post-collision. um, would would be a fair estimate but that's when things are really happening swiftly and, and what's important to note there is that in any event most injuries take between at least 18 to 36 months to um, settle down to, mm. to maximally improve um, such that one can gauge the long term consequences of those injuries because you only have one chance to claim so you can't also rush into an early settlement where the long Term consequences might
1: not yet be clear. Mm-hmm. All right, if you just tune in, we're talking to Kirsty Haslam, who's a director at DSC Attorneys, and we're talking Road Accident Fund. Um How long does uh, the claiming, uh, let's say, how's the money to be claimed uh, determined?
0: Well, that very much depends on the long-term consequences of your injuries. Mm -hmm. So the the heads of damage in principle which can be claimed are medical and hospital expenses and related expenses both in the past, uh, as in from the date of accident, as well as in the future for the rest of your life. Um, Then there's also um, claims for lost earnings, also in the past, as well as in the future. Um, Now here that becomes an issue where you have very serious injuries. With, with lasting consequences. If you are, for example, going to have to retire early or you have to only work a half day instead of a full day, or, you know, there's, there's many situations where you can um, suffer future lost earnings, that needs to be accounted for. And then finally, in the case where you have suffered what is defined as a serious injury in the legislation, um, you can qualify for a claim for general damages for pain and suffering and loss of amenities of life. Mm-hmm. So those are broadly the areas of loss. And of course, where there's been a fatality and um, dependents of the deceased have suffered lost support, that is all- Also, a potential claim.
1: All right. Is there a time frame? uh, How long uh, after an accident? How much time do you have, uh, or does it expire? How much time before you claim?
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. Generally speaking, um, and we're talking now about the situation of of an adult who is injured. Um, It is three years to lodge a claim with the Road Accident Fund. After which, you have a further two years to sue the Road Accident Fund, assuming you have successfully lodged the claim, but there's an important uh, caveat as well there in that if the identity of the driver or owner of the vehicle which caused the accident, say now someone smashed into you and it was a hit and run, they left Mm. the scene, in that instance, come what may, you have to lodge your claim within two years from the date of the collision.
1: All right, that's within two years. Um, uh, Is there any financial advice given before claims are paid out to your clients?
0: Yes, well, as attorneys, we can't give financial advice, but um, we certainly caution um, our clients about, um, you know, caring for their funds because, you know, it's contrary to what. Um, is sometimes uh, said in the press, this isn't a lottery situation. This is where you have suffered a profound loss often, and this is compensation that has to last you for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. So you need to be careful about how you go administering those funds to make sure it's there for you when you need it most. So um, we recommend to our clients that they seek appropriate, expert, independent financial advice so that those funds are safeguarded um, you know, for their future access.
1: All right. Thank you so much, uh, Kirsty Haslam, Director at DSC Attorneys uh, from the Road Accident Fund. It's been a great pleasure talking to you. Thank you. Thanks, Reggie. Good scenes. Bye.
0: Radio 2000, podcast.